Blog Talk Radio. Buzzworthy Radio is on. on. The entertainment show that gets you up close and personal with today's hottest stars. Here's your host, Nabelle J. Lee. How are you, everybody? What's going on? This is Nabelle J. Lee, host of the Buzz at Buzzworthy Radio. I'm so excited that we get to do this again this week. We were just here last week for a live show. This is actually going to be another live show for you guys. And what an exciting time to be doing one is because tonight we are going to be celebrating one of the best women in daytime history. I mean, look, I grew up watching this woman when she first came on the scene in 1995 and it's just been crazy ever since. So for those of you don't know what we're talking about here. So this month back in 1995, yes, March of 1995 was when Maura West first made her debut as Carly Tenney on as the world turns. And She's just been a force to be reckoned with ever since she came on into the series. And the interesting thing about her character was when she was first introduced, she was introduced as Carly Tenney, Rosanna's cousin. And then it turns into be Rosanna's sister. And it kind of started off being like she was a little bit, um, what's, the, what's the word I should say? Um... Innocent. I think that's the best word for it. I had to think of the word I wanted to use. She didn't seem that she was conniving and it was a vixen until much later on when it was obviously revealed that she knew all along she was Rosanna's long-lost sister, that their mother left behind and became very resentful of Rosanna. And I loved that time frame of her introduction, and she was exciting for that time for the show because I know a lot of people feel that 1995, kind of in that in, in that realm between like 1994 to 99, was a little bit of a dark period for for the show, and she provided such such an excitement about her, uh, the character. I loved her companionship, and by her I mean Carly's companionship, however you want to call it, with Scott Eldridge, at the time played by Doug Wirt. And, of course, he was the second actor to play that part. Uh, Joseph Breen uh, originated the role, but Doug Wirt came in in the same year, and their camaraderie to try to break up Mike and Rosanna was just absolutely, it was just so fun. It was, they had so much chemistry as those type of people that wanted to come in and just cause some trouble for their respective hopefuls partners. And I loved those two. I loved that storyline when Mike and Carly slept together 
and I believe it was in the summer of 95. Yeah, it was the summer of 95. I think around the time when we did find out that Carly was actually a troublemaker. Carly and Mike slept together, and in a sense, was blackmailing Mike to get Obviously, she wanted money. She wanted she wanted to be rich like Rosanna, so there was that. I love going through the story because I'm just like sitting here just thinking about this. And slept together, tried to get some money, um, even though she also did want him, but also money was the, the seal, hero, be-all, end-all. And I will never forget it was and it was Thanksgiving week when this happened that it was the day before Thanksgiving and the episode aired where Rosanna and Mike were supposed to get married and Rosanna overheard Carly, which I believe it was intentional if I'm not mistaken. Uh I didn't really watch the scene that closely, but I think Carly knew Rosanna was listening. And then that's when Carly revealed, like Carly said I will never tell Rosanna that that you slept with me and Rosanna overheard that that was the case. And like I said, I think it was intentional. And I do remember also that that was the same episode that Rosanna and Carly got into that car accident and the car bursted into flames. I, I just, it just for me, I think that moment was when I started to go like, Ooh, I like Carly. Like I really like Carly. And then, it was great. I enjoyed every single minute of it. So I thought it was amazing for her first year on the show. And I'm definitely going to talk about some more memories of, of Carly, of Carly Tenney, as well as, as well as Ava Jerome. So I know you guys had sent me some stuff as well, and we'll definitely be going over some of your favorite moments and thoughts as well on the air because I did have them favorited. So I'm definitely going to read them out on the air. But if you do want to call in and share some of your thoughts, your favorite Maura moments, whether it is Maura herself, Carly Tenney, Diane Jenkins, or Ava Jerome, call in, let us know what you think at 845-277-9433. I'm now joined by one of my longtime friends and when I asked him to come onto the show, he did not hesitate to come onto the show and basically share his love for the iconic Maura West. Everyone knows him on Twitter as Source Brian. He is joining me right now. How are you, sir? Hey, Lee. What's going on, man? I'm so happy you're inviting me to do this. I knew I was – because you you actually been a part of the last show that she called into – and I just remember how great that was, and especially since it was unexpected. So I thought, why not have him back here? Of course. Can I tell you, that made my day. Like, being able to, like, you and I, go, we go way, way back. And Mar West has always been one of our favorites. So to be able to... Well, thank you, number one. And two, like I said, it was very it was very unexpected that that was going to happen. So for we can add this into one of our favorite Mora moments. So I'm going to tell you what happened here. So I, and I know most of you have heard this, but for those of you who hadn't, Ryan and I did a show. It was 
I would say about two years ago, and it was the we did the we did the daytime Emmy nomination show, and more or less over was basically listening to the show apparently because then I get a DM from her husband Scott DeFreitas, who also I loved and adored as Andy Dixon, and. He sends me a message saying that, oh, by the way, Mara West is on the line. I said, uh, what? <laughs> I was like, wait, what? And so I was like, okay, I, I think we got to pause here real quick. So let me bring someone here on the line. So <laughs> I just was like, okay, she's here, folks. This is the thing. So I, I was just completely and utterly mesmerized at the fact that I was talking to this woman. And the first time she was ever on this show and I'll even go, it was actually was it my 10 year? I don't know if it was my 10 year or not. It was one of my anniversary shows. You were here. Um, Michael Logan was also here. She called in at some point in that, in that evening and I just remember you tweeting out. This was when I didn't, I invited her the first, I invited her to that show and she does call in, and I just remember you tweeting out, oh, my God, Mara West is here on the phone right now. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember seeing that tweet, and I'm going like, yeah, I invited her. <laughs> but, but, but the second time when she did come in, I was not expecting her at all. I was just expecting to do a full-fledged on nomination show and everything like that but it's so that was surprising to me of the sort but i did like i said i invited her to that show so the fact that it surprised you that she was on the air i was like you're welcome but it was it was amazing too so it it was just funny how she just comes in it's like we're going to celebrate you you're not celebrating me i was like but i gotta celebrate you you're more freaking west (laughs) let's be real this is this is the woman and I still tell everybody this is my favorite Mora West memory that I ever have is when I first met her in 2010 and it was at the daytime Emmys weekend in Vegas. It was the first year in Vegas that they did this and I was leaving the win. I went there to meet someone for lunch and I left the wing to get get a taxi to go back to my hotel, and Mara West is in front of me waiting for a taxi. And she was talking to one of her girlfriends, whatever, and she turns, and then I just like, oh, my God, you're Mara West. I love you. I'm so excited. Congratulations on your nomination. And she was like, thank you. Are you rooting for me or rooting for somebody else? Like, well, I'm definitely rooting for you. (laughs) What else am I supposed to say here? But. I still think that was hilarious that she asked me that question when I told her that. So that will forever be one of my favorite favorite memories of her. I have so many, but that that always be the infamy for me because it just it just basically opened the door, and there it is, and it just it's just never gonna shut. And I'm so happy. So. <laughs> <laughs> Your fandom first, so like. It's so pure. It's so pure and genuine. I love it. I love it. I 
loved how there were so many people. When I was promoting this show, there was a lot of people that came out and said so many things about her as an actress as well as the characters that she's played. And I, I, I just am mesmerized at the support that she has. Um, one of which is we're going to – I'm literally going down to the list here, and then obviously, Ryan, I want – some of your thoughts as well. So Dawn, uh, Twitter username at TwilightRose372 said, I love her more. As Ava, I believe some of her best work or favorite moments have been when her character lost her daughter Kiki on General Hospital. Her scenes were so remarkable and incredible she gave us fans a phenomenal performance. I couldn't agree more. I watched those scenes obviously when they aired and I thought you know, obviously, you know, Mara's going to kill it when she finds out that Kiki's dead. And sure enough, she delivered. When you think of the first moment when Carly lost the baby on As the World Turns, Nora, in 1996. And by the way, this is what I believe Mara was really pregnant at the time. Um, because she shortly left the show for about a year before she came back in September 97. But this was the infamous boat fight between Carly and Rosanna where Carly fell off the boat thanks to Rosanna and she went overboard and then that's when she lost the baby of hers and Mike's and I never got to see it before until they started uploading the episodes to YouTube which was about two years ago so I knew what happened because I forgot to one tape it but then my sister would tell me what happened and so that's when I found out all of that stuff so when I finally saw it I was devastated for Carly because more or less played that to perfection she really played it to perfection when she realized that the baby was dead so I knew that that was going to be the same thing with Kiki dying and I and, and to uh, use it as a catalyst to that I think when she was on the docks with Jeannie Francis's character of Laura on General Hospital, when she realized that this entire time it was Ryan Chamberlain and not Kevin Collins, and that Ryan was the one who killed Kiki and she was involved with him, that was intense. That was intense. I really hope that was in her Emmy reel this year because it it really needed to be <laughs> but it was it that scene and then the conference basically her going to Carly's and trying to find someone to blame her for this and thinking Carly would have been the perfect person to lay blame onto Ava for everything that's happened I think those scenes were truly amazing by Maura I really believe they should be submitted for her Emmy reel if they were not, but I'm sure they were, but if they were if they weren't, they should be in the reel because those were incredible scenes from last year. But that's just me. Um what are yours? Because I know I had I had never asked you, but I know I asked you here, but I wanted to know exactly what you liked about Mora. Um, I think my favorite thing about Mara as a performer is 
none of her performances are alike. There's a difference between her Carly, Penny Snyder. There's a difference between her Diane Jenkins. And there's a difference between her Ava Jerome. And I think that is one of the things that, that is able to pull me in because I get lost in her performance. I don't look at her and see, oh, she's playing Carly or, oh, she's playing her previous role. She is who she becomes. She becomes that character that she is portraying. And it's, it's something that very that used to be very common, you know what I mean? But the, the type of actress that she is is so rare nowadays and mm-hmm. she makes it work. She really makes it work. And, you know, we talk about um, on as commentators, as soap critics, as fans, we always talk about actors who leave it all on the floor, right? There's not, there's not a word on the page that doesn't mean, that, that, that doesn't have meaning. And when Mara is performing, I hang on every word. Rick Hurst and, and, and others who can, can bring that life and she does that so that's what does it and like you are like you're a big as a world search fan lifelong as a world search fan the moment the first time i met you you were talking about you know classic as a world turns so you've got a fandom that goes all the way back to to then i came into it a little bit later because i didn't really start watching world turns until like the 2000s but seeing her she was just striking. She was captivating. She was alluring. She stood out and a sea of fantastic talent. And for a cast that was as a world turns was so much wonderful talent for her to stand out the way that she did mm-hmm. is a testament to the type of performer that she is. I, you're right. I, when I first met you, I, look, it's no secret that I've told everybody I, I grew up watching this show since 1990 so i i still got to see the marlin the marlin rain and so i started there and continuing with that show all the way up until its cancellation so i can't believe i'm saying that and when i say that year i'm going that's 30 freaking years ago and when i started watching this show i mean honestly this was a show that broke me into the the soap genre anyway i fell in love with all of these characters i mean i really did i fell in love with all these characters and on a side note i'm just warning you because i've said it on the show too and i think it's still hilarious i fell in love with holden and lily and mind you i started with the other lily so i didn't know martha byrne yet so <laughs> let's be real. I didn't know Martha Byrne yet at the time. By the time I started watching, she had already left. So I was a Holden Lily fan before Martha Byrne came back to the role in 1993. And I just feel like I'm a traitor <laughs> just because of that. And I just think it's absolutely hilarious. But time, which which is why I wanted to mention this at the time when I watched this, I was a huge fan of Andy Dixon. I, I love Scott Tefredis in, in the show. He was one of my favorite characters. Andy Dixon was one of my favorite characters. And 
obviously I'm saying this for a reason because obviously Mara West and Scott DeFreitas are married and they have kids and they had their first scene together in June of 1995, which I had posted at one point or another. And I just, I just love Scott and Mara together. I, I just, just, just something about those two, as well as their kids, just the love and support that they have for those kids as well as the love and support that they have for each other is a huge deal for me coming from a huge as the world turns fan. I, I mean, I was in my glory when I found out that they got together. I was like, Andy Dixon got Carly Teddy. This is amazing. I was very excited for that. And I believe, correct me if I'm wrong with this, but didn't TLC do like uh, an episode on one of their shows? I don't know what it was called, but it basically went behind the scenes of, Car- of Mara West's pregnancy right when she was leaving the show in 2000 for maternity leave. And you basically saw her and Scott together her last day on the show before she goes on maternity leave. And then you basically see those two at home right up into the point where she gave birth to, to her child. I think I saw clips of that. Am I mistaken or am I dreaming? I have no idea. (laughs) But I I do think it. So basically, please, if anybody knows what I'm talking about, please let me know because I swear to God, I saw something. It was basically it was like behind the scenes of Mar West's last day on the show. So it was it was basically of. Oh, look, uh, Candace actually told me. Yes, it is a thing. It was called a baby story. So. It was on TLC, and basically it was her last day at the show before she went on leave, and you saw her filming the scenes, and then you saw her and Scott at home up until actually her birth, and, you know, they were showing pictures of when Scott and Maura got married, and yeah, so I knew I saw clips of that somewhere, so it was probably on YouTube, so, um, so it's called A Baby Story, so definitely find it. I thought it was really cute. I loved it. Loved it. Got the more fantastic together, and it just—it was amazing to me when I found out that those two got together. Um, obviously, for personal, for obvious reasons, but they just from the post I see, it's just amazing to me. And who can't love them together? Who can't love them together? Let's be real here. Who can't? So. There you go. What else you got to say to piggyback off of that? Um, well, tension for the storyline where, like, there were four actresses on the show who were all pregnant at the same time. <laughs> so they all ended up getting kidnapped. Yes, yes. At the luxury spot, yeah. That's when I, like, kind of got into the show. Okay. You you were you were time. you were high in the Hogan Prime. Yeah. 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 Uh, at that point I was like trying to get into the show. So I would like tune in and I would see if there was someone that I liked and then if uh a high profile casting joined then I would definitely like like when Sarah Brown came in, I was like, Oh my god, yeah, definitely watching and I love that she was involved in their storyline with the Michael Park and Mara West. Like, I loved that. You know, that was something that really hooked me in. 
to the show and made me a fan and then having to cover it in my previous life um, <laughs> on a previous Yes, outlet, you did. Yes, you um, did. Yes. Really, really turned me into a fan. So um, basically I can, I can credit, like, I guess I'll give credit to Mara West for like my, um, my soap journalism start basically. Yeah. That, that's what made me want to like cover the show. So mm. give her credit for that. Yeah. Oh, the spa story. Yeah. Oh man. That brought back some memories too. Shoot. Memories. Oh yeah, it did. It did. I was, uh, Ooh man. I, there wasn't, I was literally watching that not too long ago. Yes. Mara Kelly Menningen and Martha Byrne were in that spa and Kelly and Mara were pregnant at the time. Martha wasn't pregnant at the time, yet she was months later. But <laughs> uh, I was like, she eventually got there, but <laughs> she wasn't pregnant at the same time those two were, but she got pregnant months later that same year. But I love that story because it brought those three characters of Emily, Rose, and Carly as friends, and I love that, especially since they all hated each other. I thought that was great that that was shown because one of the things I do like about it is women friendships on the soaps and I really enjoyed theirs. So I was very glad that this story from the climax of it, the conclusion of it brought those three together as friends. And I thought it was awesome. So for me personally, that was great. Uh, You mentioned the Carly Julia story. Now I was very confused when that happened because obviously I was OG Carly and Julia. Were were you watching when she was on? No, but I remember you explaining this story to me. Like, so for y'all who don't remember, like before Navelle and I did a podcast together, we were actually briefly coworkers out of, out of outlet together and so as I was, like, getting up to speed on things, and he was, like, the As the World Turns expert, I would be like, dude, who is Julia? Like, they're talking about Julia, but it's not Sarah Brown. It's somebody else. He was like, oh, <laughs> let, me, let me explain this, this story to you. I was like, oh, okay. And I, okay. <laughs> I still thought it was hilarious because it's, it was a different Julia, and the son was the same – name as the other kid that I was like wait what I was like why did y'all do that that yes just 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 give these characters the same name last Julia and the other kid that she tried to pass off as hers to Jack I was like good job that was I don't know if that was smart on your part or not but sure so yeah, I had to break that down for him, and I was just cracking up when I was even telling him the story because he starts laughing on the phone. I was like, yeah, that's a thing. <laughs> I was really confused. Like, I was super confused. But one of the best things about things back then, oh, my God, pre-YouTube, yikes, um, were fan sites. Oh, yeah. So there were some really popular Marvel West fan sites that had the best archive of clips from, like, uh, oh, God, it was a carjack fan site that, that had... Yes, there was. You're right. 
There was. We'll go here and download these episodes, and, and then you'll be able to watch. And it was so great, like, to be able to go in and relive those moments that I missed because I wasn't a fan of the show at the time. So being able to, like, become a fan of Carly and Jack through past clips and watching their current story at the time, because at that point, Carly, I think Carly thought Jack was dead. So Jack had, like, lost his yes. memory and all of that. So watching them, like, get, get back together was so rewarding. And Michael Park and Marwes are just, uh, I miss them. I miss them so much together. Like, they were so perfect. So perfect together. Like, I, I it's, it's hard to, like, pick her, her best on-screen partner because literally she has chemistry with everyone and everything. But Carly and Jack, her and Michael Park are just, like, epic, iconic, so of the world terms. That was her G-Man. That was her G-Man. It was her G-Man. I just remember when they first had their scenes together, and that's what she called them. I mean, it fit. It fit for them. I always loved chemistry. Michael Park and Mara West, I mean, you pretty much hit the nail on the head, and they were absolutely incredible together. And, you know, obviously no couple stays together for an, a long period of time, but when she would have her flings with other characters on the show, she had chemistry with everybody on As the War Turns. She had chemistry with everybody. I mean, as I said before, she had chemistry with Doug Work as Scott Eldridge, and they weren't a romantic couple at all, but they just had that chemistry of being friends who were after the same ends to the means, means to the end, I should say. So that's why I love their chemistry, because you knew that their chemistry was not of the romantic chemistry. It was of the troublemaker chemistry, and it just worked for them. So I love that about where she's able to play that, where it just comes off as you know that this is not what we are. This is what we're supposed to be. And I think that takes skill for an actor or an actress to make that work. And she does make that work. So you don't sit there thinking, oh, they're supposed to be in a romantic relationship. No, they're not. They're supposed to be just this. So I think that was awesome. Obviously her and Sean Christian lit up the screen in the original heyday when of Mike and Carly, as, as she called him, Michael. God, looking at those old clips from that year was just amazing for me because there was just so much I had missed on my own in real time. So catching up on it was actually a thrill for me because, I mean, I'll be honest, I know around that time I was going in and out of the show, so I wasn't really watching it that much because I was putting a lot more of my attention to The Young and the Rest of the Bold and Beautiful at the time. And then, mm-hmm. so I kind of was watching that more. And obviously the OJ trial happened that year too. So I kind of, when that kind of took place, I was already not seeing anything because it was off the air. So I didn't really get back into it for a while until I would say probably about when I was done school for the summer. So then I kind of was catching up on stuff. And I, I, I saw Carly, I got 
got up to speed as to who Carly was and her relationship to Rosanna and everything of the sort. So I kind of came in to that, but I was able to, I was able to figure out exactly uh, who she was and what was going on with, with her character. So, um, so I thought it was interesting just to see her be right off the bat, a complete vixen, you know, because again, as I mentioned before, she didn't start off that way. She didn't play it that way because of, of the introduction, but, I came into it where she was already causing mischief. So that was interesting to me, which was another, which was another thing, which I was surprised. I didn't see this, that, um, uh, Becca, my girl, Becca K, she had, uh, tweeted at me that one of her, one of her favorite things from Mara was when Carly stole Emma Snyder's cookies and sold them. I said, yeah, that probably happened. I wish I saw that, but yeah, that probably happened. <laughs> Man, she did not like that Snyder Farm in the beginning. She hated the Snyder Farm. She hated it. Ooh, if you I ever want to see those clips, you got to watch it on YouTube because just see, Carly, the fact that at, at that time, she hated the Snyder Farm. She hated any sense of, in her light, being poor. She hated it. Hated it. What were you going to say? Um, I was going to say that, you know, one of the things that I enjoyed um, around that time was, like, getting – looking back on clips of, like, the original actors who played the roles and then seeing how she interacted with some of the recasts. So, like, when Mara West and Katie McLean started interacting together, I instantly bought their relationship. And it's weird because, like, I feel like Katie McLean as Rosanna is, like, a controversial thing in the soap fandom because, like... How do you mean? I mean, you, you know how soap fans are. Like, they're really yeah. territorial about our, 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 our favorites. And so yes. it's, like, I had no idea that there was, like, a big fandom for Rosanna prior to Katie McLean. So, like... Commenting on like certain things usually brings out like, well, she had better chemistry with the with the other person. Okay, well, I don't remember that. Like, I didn't see that. I'm just commenting on what I see right now, and sure. they haven't let it go. I mean, it's been off the off the air for all these years, and they still will not let it go. I mean, we we, we know you still harbor feelings about a certain incident in the '90s at a certain I TV do, show. I do, uh, aren't you? Don't you harbor feelings about a certain character being killed off? Do we have to talk about that now? <laughs> no. I'm just, I'm just saying. So fans, they never forget. We, but... we definitely don't. We definitely don't forget at all. No, we don't. No, we don't. Um, but, but I will, I will say this to that. I look. I did enjoy Yvonne Perry in the role of Rosanna. I grew up with the girl. I watched her. So, yes, I loved her as Rosanna, but the show went a different route in 2002. And, you know, I loved Katie McLean as Dixie. And did I, when I, remember when Soap City was a thing? That's how I found out that she was taking over the role of Rosanna Cabot. So my initial reaction was indifference because I went, Katie is going to play Rosanna? I mean, really? I was like, okay. But then when I saw her in the role, 
and 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 her first scenes with Mara West as Carly, I said, okay, I was wrong. You won me over. Make some magic. Let's go. And of course, the fight in the in the Lakeview Towers. That epic fight scene. I was like, yeah, she's row. I can't see anybody else in the role now. So Katie McLean literally won me over in the part. She really did. Especially because they did a huge character shift for, for the character of Rosanna. Because she wasn't that big of a bitch. Um, oh, my God. That's she wasn't. That's the thing I remember the most about Rosanna. She was a major B. Like, just, well, and but I that's loved it because Katie played it so well. And that's why I loved it so much. Because she wasn't that initially. Especially in the original uh, incarnation of the character when Yvonne was playing it. She wasn't that. Katie came in. They wrote it for her to play that. And that's when I really fell in love with her. I was like, you know what? You finally gave her chops and a backbone. You didn't give that to her when Yvonne played that. This is what Rosanna needed to have. And that's why I fell in love with Katie's interpretation of the character. And that's why I said I could not see anybody playing this role but Katie McLean. And she has so much chemistry with Maura West, especially when they got over the hatred and became sisters. I love their sisterly bond. I thought it was incredible. They just completely clicked and made it work. I Mars, agree with you 100%. Mars chemistry with Hot Block, even. You want to go there. I loved her and Hot Block in scenes together. Hot Block and her, to me, reminded me of Mara and Doug Wirt a little bit. Be, it, just by how his Craig and Carly Oh my God! I just I, I just love those two together. And then, who else? I got flack for saying this though, but I stood behind it. <laughs> I said I know it's not going to be forever, but I'm going to enjoy the ride while it while it lasts. I loved her and Paul Layden for that oh. short period of time. I did. I came out that on Twitter and said it. I said that on Twitter, and my 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 mentions was not pretty <laughs> at all. That I said that no, they were like, "Are you are you for real right now? What's the matter with you?" I mean, I mean, I I got chastised for enjoying Carly and Simon. I said, "Look, we're not gonna we're not gonna enjoy this for long because Homegirl's about to go on maternity leave again." Number one. Number two, I'm going to enjoy the ride for a little bit because I know they're going to get Jack and Kelly back together. And it's not against the character I hate. So let me enjoy Carly and Simon a little bit because I'm kind of enjoying them being whatever it is that they were doing. And I, I did. I had fun watching that. I really did up until they both left the show. And I was, and I, when she came back, you know, she was trying to get Jack back, but of course he was with Katie. But I did. I was a I I was a fan of it, and most of my mentions were not good. It just made me think about it when everybody was going against this whole thing with Julia, the Sarah Brown Julia, though. Yeah. Oh man, yeah, that was intense too. But it wasn't it I wasn't remember. as bad as it wasn't as bad as that for my mentions. It wasn't as bad as that. But it it it, it, it that was worse. I remember um like 
fan reaction to uh, Carly's addiction storyline not being like the best, but I felt like Mar did a really, really great job when Carly um, descended into alcoholism. Yeah. And that was one of my, that was another one of my favorite uh, storylines for her in the show. Um, so then when she later joined the Young and the Restless, to see her take on the character of Diane um, mm-hmm. was interesting because I remembered Diane. And it sure. was such a, it, like, it was a, it was a different take. And like she had chemistry with people she just shouldn't have had chemistry with. Like, I had no idea. Like, if you were told before that, like, Diane and Nick would be a thing, I'd be like, oh, no, like, that's crazy. It's not going to happen. But her and Joshua Morrow were electric. That was unexpected, too. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and as, a, as a lifelong fan of Phyllis and Nicholas, it's very hard for me to like, you know, any type of, like, romantic thing that Nick does with a woman that's not Phyllis. But, mm-hmm. man, was I into that. I was like, this was kind of dark. I love it. It's dark. But, yeah, I, I was a really big fan of that. What were, what were some of your uh, favorite uh, moments for her from YNR? Um, I'll be honest, there weren't that many because I did not like how <laughs> Maria Bell wrote for her, Diane. So there's also that. However, Jeevan, Jeevan Brar had actually sent me a gif. Yes, I pronounced a gif like the peanut butter, just so you know. And I was like, oh yeah, I forgot about that. That was not expected. And it was when Diane broke the plate at the ranch. That plate that's been sitting there since I was born, she broke the plate. And I said, Girl, you're going to get in trouble. <laughs> That's all I said. I literally became the human danger girl, uh, Whoopi Goldberg meme. I, I, I just literally was because that, that plate was a staple. And I said, she broke it, y'all. She broke the plate. <laughs> I did. That's pretty much what I had um, taken from that as well. But I will. Yeah. I, I, I just need to talk about her general hospital. Oh my god, because, finally. Because we, we, we can't we, we can't know. why are like we I tried to make that <laughs> see greener pastures somewhere else. But yeah. when we get to when we get to Ava Jerome's introduction in two thousand thirteen and I just see her in the door and that long blonde hair and purple dress, I said that's my girl. And <laughs> who would have thought that it would turn into something much more bigger than that? I I can't even imagine. She first of all comes in, she gets Sonny to stop taking his pills, which caused him to reveal about the whole thing with Kiki and Morgan and Michael, knowing that Michael and Kiki were not related and he kept it from them. That bombshell was amazing. And I said, Ava calls that. That's great. 
which then in turn called, which then in turn had Morgan sleep with Ava. Oh, yeah, that was yeah, that was something. I did enjoy that though. I'm not even gonna front. Um, what else? Interesting little little uh, nugget on the the arrival of Ava. So I had gotten the tip that Mar was on set, and so uh-huh. I had reached out to someone who um, would be able to confirm or deny. And this person got back to me and was like, I need you to not report this. You're not even supposed to know. Like, no, who told you she was there? I was like, I can't, like, I can't tell you that. But, like, right. nobody can say anything about this. I was so mad. I was so, this person knows who she is. I was so mad. But I was like, you know what? It's fine. It's Mara. I, I'm, I'm going to do it. I'm going to, I'm going to be quiet. I'm, I'm not going to you know, ruin it. And it turned out for, it, it turned out really good. Like, so I was really excited from day one about like who she was going to be playing and what she was going to be doing. And from the first time she came down those stairs and, and opened that door, it was phenomenal. And they've read Neva into some corners a lot. And I feel like if it wasn't for the type of actress that Mara West is, Ava would have been killed a long time ago. <laughs> Absolutely. No doubt. I mean, the first the first time that she was introduced, and I just remember Matt on, on, on Twitter, and for those of you who don't know him, it's KY. What's his new name now? He's KY Matt something. Yeah, but KY Matt. He his, be, you um, know, everyone Kyle knows him as K, KY Leo 71. Matt had said when he heard what her character's name was, he, he immediately jumped at it and went, Ava Jerome? You mean as in the Jeromes from the 80s Jeromes? I was like, bro, if that's a thing. And then it turned out to be a thing. So, you know, whenever – you can always count on Matt for that that knowledge. If there's like a name that's being dropped and it sounds familiar from a past life, he's right there on it going – Wait, is he going to be related to this guy or this woman or whatever? I love that. So I love the fact that they made her that Jerome, number one. Uh, number two, the – oh, God, what scene was it? And it was in – yeah, it was 2014, which really sent which really sent her into the badassery that she could have been the next Faith Roscoe. Killing Connie. Yeah. Killing Connie, they did her. They did the scenes where she was confessing to Carlos at the bar, and it was the flashbacks to to her in the office shooting Connie and everything. I thought that was pretty epic. I thought that they they really made Ava into being a badass because I mean you're going to have Sunny shoot AJ. You're going to sleep with Sonny at AJ's crypt, get pregnant by him. (laughs) And then I still think to this day, those scenes with Michelle Stafford as Nina, when she injected her as she was paralyzed from the waist down and she stole that baby. I thought that was terrifying to watch. Yeah. Yeah. They they will roller coaster, right? 
because you mm-hmm. never quite know how far they're going to take it because Ava literally has no bound. I mean, Ava has murdered people. She has betrayed people. She's schemed. She's done awful, terrible things. And yet at her core, there's something about her that is still likable. And it's in part, I guess, because she does show remorse for the things that she has done wrong, which is something that not all other people do. And so there's a group of people who classify Ava as this, you know, like Carly, a.k.a. Ferncliffe. Um, mm-hmm. who, oh, that was <laughs> funny. I love that. I was thinking of that line today, too. They put Ava in this box, and she's not allowed to be anything other than what they perceive her to be. But then you see others who come into her life, whether it's they mean her well or harm, kind of like uh, Ryan, who was able to My see. My God, Ryan. <laughs> all right? of her darkness and, and everything to see who she really is. And he wanted her to embrace that love and hate thing. But even Nicholas is able to see the type of person that she is. And that's because of the way that Mar portrays her. And I love it. Right. I think that they've done a really good job of establishing Ava as a real multidimensional character and not just your typical Sunny on Carly foil. She is someone who exists on her own. She exists in her own world. And I think Ava's at her best when she is cornered, when she um, is, when she has the upper hand, when she sure. is free. Oh, absolutely. That's good to keep her, that is the way from Sunny. Keep her away from Sunny. Just keep her away from Sunny. That's all there is to it. And we've all said it. And we'll still say it. And, so yes. And the bell. We yes. would be remiss. It would be remiss of us to have a discussion about Mara West on General Hospital, and not discuss the severely inappropriate chemistry that she has with William DeVry. You know, you had to bring that up because it is a thing, and <laughs> and people commented on social media all the time. And I'm like, they're both related. They're only half. You can't. They're, mm, but they're still related. <laughs> I was like, this can't be a yeah. thing, y'all. Even though it can't. we want it to be. No, it can't. It this is be. not. This is not. Yeah. This is not Hollyoaks. Okay. <laughs> no. Not. No, but. Uh, the, the Jerome, they're such a ride or die pairing. Like that's it. First of all, I miss Kiki. I, I really do. I didn't think I would because I, I really had my issues with her. But I love. Yes, you have grown a lot about. Yes, you have. So <laughs> I'll give you that. <laughs> um, but I, I, I love the Jerome family. I love that Ava and Julian always have each other's back. Um, I love that they will literally kill for each other. Um, it's unfortunate True. that the other Blood Jeromes on the show don't have the same um, loyalty to their family. <clears throat> but we digress. There's we still digress. hope for Avery. There's still hope for Avery. What's, 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 what's the other one, Leo? Yeah, there's hope for them. None for Sam okay. and Lucas. Oh, yeah, no. No, none. No. Um, of course, 
we now got some callers on the line, and I know one of them. So I don't know who these two are, but I know one of you. So I'm going to take this first caller before I go into the next two. Candace is joining us right now. And Candace. How are you? I'm good. How are you guys? We're good. I We're, we're just here talking good. about Mara West and, and all her roles oh. she played, you know. Just saying. The, That's what we're here for. The, the reunited and it feels so good, Candace. Look I at that. Right? The original. That's insane. The talk originals, baby. It's coming right. back now. You know what I mean? With everything else that's coming back into our lives, I feel that this should have been a thing. It really should have. I've learned so much from you guys. So. Oh. Enough. Like, that's a lot of soap love. It's a lot of soap love, though. It's a lot I mean, of soap seriously. love. It's, 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 no, it's no hate. It's no hate. It's None. nothing but love. No, not at no, all. Nothing but love. My goodness. I like I miss this. I like I miss this whole thing. Like people I mean that was a slice in time of our lives where we just were carefree and in our early twenties and the economy hadn't been wrecked yet and we had a big deep. And here we are fifteen years later and are in our thirties dealing with our second recession and all of our hopes and dreams have been crushed while we're quarantined inside and here we are. Well, not me. I still got to go to work so I'm not, I I still got to leave the house. I mean, that's because we need you. You are a hero to your community. Right. Uh, Yeah. My job shut down because of the kids because, you know, being a teacher and all, you know, they don't, well, you know. Yeah, they have to. Right. But it's okay. I can watch soap. I mean, I got to look at the positive. I mean, <laughs> true. You know, that's true. I just wish I wish some soaps were coming back on so we can watch it. Cause you know, I'm just saying, yeah. Procter Gamble. <laughs> I know. But there's people like Nivelle who exist to 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 help their community when people need to, you know, get some medicine and swap out their bipolar medicine, leading them to. <laughs> Look, I may have been behind the whole thing with Ava just giving, just, you know, giving Morgan those placebos that caused him to be reckless and kill off. I mean, I'm just saying, I may have been behind that, but I'm not, I will never, I will never confirm nor deny, but listen. You were her hookup. You were her hookup. It has been sponsored by Walgreens. Let's be real. I have it on tape. I know. So... (laughs) I did. I saw it come up. I was like, oh, why am I not here yet? So, you know, you're being sponsored by Walgreens, but I'm not walking through your studio. I'll remember that, Frank. So, (laughs) listen, guys, not only did he help Ava conspire, okay, to to switch Morgan's medication, he's the one who got her the placebos. He's also the one who got her the hookup for Silas's wig when she was running around you know what? as God, I don't even want to talk. No, I don't want to talk about that. That, that, the no. Was I mean, great. wait a minute. Walgreens, Walgreens do sell nails, too. Those Lee Pressel nails, too. So, you know. And they sell shake and go wigs, apparently. So. Uh-huh. And the mascaras, they sell that, too. Look, Ma, I, Ma, I love you. And I know you said you love playing Denise, but I was sitting here going, like, girl, no. Denise is great. <laughs> Denise is I love great. Denise she for a minute. Great. 
I did for for a minute. I did for a minute, but then I was like, "All right, Denise, you gotta go. I need my Ava back." And then when she got that wig off, and she had those, and Mara had that rocking that blonde with the sexy bangs, man. I was like, "There she is." There oh my god, is. her hairstyles there are iconic. All right, like there's no one. And they, I, actually, I would say the only person who rivals Mara West in terms of iconic hairstyles in daytime is Laura Wright. Okay? Oh, <laughs> yeah. You, you know, Let's yeah. talk about yeah. that. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about the fact that she came in with that Cassie Lane hairdo in 2013, all sorts of Cassie Lane vibes, and I just sat here going... Laura, you did that to me. You did that to me. Because I, I was so about it. I was about it. I was about Girl, that, please like, go back to that. Go back to that haircut. She can do curly. She can do short. She can do long. She can do pinned up. She can do pinned down. She can rock a ponytail. She can rock bangs. Yep. She can rock a suit. You know what she I loved about that, though? You know, when they did cut her hair to the old Cassie cut, on General Hospital, I thought that Laura Wright's fashion changed. Like, she literally looked sexier than how she used to. Like, they had her in these these low-cut dresses and these short, like, all this stuff. I was looking like, Carly never dressed like this before. I like it because they made her really sexy. They really made her a sexy woman. That's because Carly and Todd were amazing, but I digress. Um, we digress, mm, absolutely. Yeah, that was that was the time, the point in time that, you can't bring up. <laughs> no, <laughs> well, we just did. But the no, best thing that did. came from that, the best thing that, that came from all of that, out of out of all of that chaos, birthed the creation of Ava Jerome. And absolutely. Got to thank Ron for creating Uh-oh. the character. Hold and, on, and, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I got to stop. Someone's on the phone. <laughs> Someone's on the phone. And I, I, I understand it's a blonde woman. And we're talking about this blonde woman with the sexy bangs. <laughs> and I'm just, I'm just like, here, here we go again. I had to hear from her husband again that she's on the phone. Am I allowed to breathe now? Can I breathe yet? Or am I still, I'm still holding my breath? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I need to breathe. Ma, are you there? <laughs> hey! <laughs> I am here. <laughs> you, can't, you can't celebrate 25 years of me without me. Exactly. <laughs> hey, listen. was awesome oh I love Denise I loved her I know she gets a lot of shit can I say shit? crap yes yes you are yeah you are (laughs) (laughs) how are you guys? we're good how are you? we're amazing how are you? I'm good I'm good I'm 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 you know we're like you well I know I'm home with the kids, and they can't go to school, and our, um, you know, GH is on a little uh, a little coronavirus break. So, you know, we're just sort of trying to get by and love each other in a relatively small house <laughs> with a pack of <laughs> and, um And the sun finally came out in L.A. today, so we were able to get outside and do some P.E. I'm a, I'm a better, much better P.E. recess teacher than I am, like, science and math teacher. So 
Um, ah. Today was a good day. <laughs> good. My God, I saw all of these comments from everybody homeschooling their kids, and they just said, nope, I had enough. Where's my alcohol? I'm done. <laughs> you know that you know that most of the work is done because they do it like online for you and stuff and Google Classroom okay. and all of that. So, and my kids are you know they're 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 good and they're not they're they're nice people. So, and I like them. You know, like I think a lot of people don't even like their own children. <laughs> but I, like, you know, I don't mind. <laughs> I like that is a fair there. point. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that is a fair point. But yes, I mean, listen. 25 years in the game, girl, this month, Is that man. true? Yeah. I don't know you, because you tell me. <laughs> it's true. Well, look, as as Ryan said earlier in the show, of all people who would know his World Turns history would be me. So, <laughs> so yes, I, I knew from the jump, I was like, all right, it's March. I don't know the date, but I just know March 1995 is when we first saw Carly hit the scene in Oakdale. And I was like, you know what? It's going to be 25 years this year. I got to do something for this girl. Cause you know, I followed Mara West since she first hit the scene and here we are right now doing it. And here you are talking to us. What I, a, I just, what a, I'm so lucky. I mean, that is a long time for anybody and I'm so grateful. And you know, I was listening earlier. You had me on like hold for like 20 minutes, man. So I've, I've been listening. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> But I was listening and I heard, you know, Ryan talking about um, like the difference in character. And I just want to say how grateful I am that that's noticed because I care very much about the the detail of what I do. And and I'm a I mean, I'm a character actress. And there's no that's not a bad word. That's actually a really great. (laughs) So. I really appreciate, you know, that, that, that people can notice that. And it, it's not always easy to do when you play characters. Like, it's not just a film, right, where it's just two hours and you're done. It's like day after day after day. And, and if we're lucky enough, touch wood, year after year after year. Um, yeah. And sometimes it, 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 can, it can be tricky. But um, Ava is very, very different than, than Carly Tenney. You know, she's got the same face and the, and the same voice. Although even the voice is a little different. I don't, I don't really do that intentionally, but like Carly used to say certain words a different way. And Ava is very um, kind of highbrow, you know, and, and, tell, and, and until she's pissed and then she starts with her ain't, you know, and, <laughs> and she gets a little down in the mud. And I love, and I just, I just love that about her. And, and I love um, playing her and I'm just feel so grateful. You 25 years, my God, 25 years with some years in between, right? I was unemployed for a couple um, of course, my five maternity leaves, that you can add those up. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. But they're so beautiful yeah. kids, so we're, we're fine with that. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, my God. And I, and I even said, before you were, even, you were probably even listening, I just said to Ryan just a few minutes ago, I was like, you know, I posted a scene. I was like, that's going to be 25 years when her and Scott first met in June. And I said, whew. Yeah, that's a yeah. thing. I was like, oh, I gotta yeah. watch that scene again. Yeah. <laughs> so we just had Scott. Scott and I just had our twentieth wedding anniversary. So oh wow, you know, it's a, that's, that's a long time. That's, Congratulations! Thank you. Yes. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. So far, so good. Although we, I'm glad baseball's canceled because he's a Red Sox fan and I'm a Yankee fan. <laughs> so 
we're always really close to divorce around October. Completely understand. Completely understand. Because I'm a Yankees fan, and I live in Jersey around Phillies fans, so imagine what that's like. So oh, I kind of take show. Yeah. Well, yeah, because at least I like Philadelphia. You know, we just ran the Philadelphia Marathon, which was um, really beautiful. The, the city of Philadelphia is awesome. The marathon yes, it itself is. was um, the worst. <laughs> it was freezing, rain, sleet. Uh, so that's my memory of Philadelphia for now. I have to go back <laughs> and warmer and enjoy Philadelphia. Uh, but <laughs> cool because they're like, you know, Philly fans are tough. They're like blue collar, like down to earth people, right? Kind of like, yeah, kind of like Red Sox fans. No, I don't know. I don't. I, I don't know. I know Yankees fans. No, not a best fan. Sometimes I forget. And I won't. No. <laughs> no. Never will be. But if you are a Mets fan that's listening to the show, I still love you, but no. Um, <laughs> that's how I'll say about that. I mean, I, look, there's just, I mean, now that she's list, really listening, I'm going through all of these mentions that I had from over the past week of everything more that everybody loves. I mean, let's let's be honest. Everyone is such a huge fan of you. They love everything that you do. I, I, I did not even see a bad word coming through at all, which I was so happy about. And some of these lists that they were giving me, I just sat here going, like, it just brought back so many memories. Carjack meeting in Montana. This is from Lauren Barnello. Um, Teague's Cabin. Oh, that was a good one. I love Teague's Cabin. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the video yeah, messages with Carly. Oh, definitely Michael Park, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a big part of my life and a big part of my career, let's face it. I mean, um, that success of Jack and Carly was, um, you know, unexpected. And, you know, you guys know because you're you're fans of the genre. Lightning can strike, you know, and you don't know what's going to happen or who's going to hit. Right. You know, you don't know. Right. Right. Love that. I love Teeth Cabin. I have that on tape still. Uh, the video messages when Carly thought she was dying. Uh, Kiki's death. Uh, yeah. uh-huh. Both nurses' balls. And uh-huh. the bridge scenes with G.D. Francis when Ava learns the truth about Ryan. Yes, that was definitely one of my favorites. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yeah. How that was, was a that lot of scene? Material. And you guys, know, I was gonna say, you guys know how we... Yeah, you guys know how we do things now. So that was at least two full episodes done, you know, back-to-back with, you know, in the late afternoon where you can't F up, you know, you just got to mm-hmm. get it done. And, mm-hmm. um, and, and that can really be um, difficult. <laughs> you know, you can, get, can make sure. you nervous looking for an actor who's not. Sure. But um, it certainly helps to have a scene, par- a scene partner who – um, is right there, like, and and that's how Jeannie. It always is. Whenever I've worked with her, I mean, just right there, ultra present, looking you in the eye. She's not thinking about what she's going to eat later or like what time she's going to get out. She's not worried about traffic. She's present in the scene, and um, and there to play and support her scene partner. And um, that that was just amazing and you can't really do difficult I mean you can do difficult scenes without a scene partner like that but it certainly helps if you have an awesome scene partner you know for sure but I like those scenes too I thought they were very um you guys know because I've said this before 
But just mm-hmm. from me having studied Shakespeare and that kind of language, that's the same way that I commit to this the genre that I do now. And I found that those scenes are very, uh, very Shakespearean to me. You know, oh, I'm, I, I've been sleeping with a murderer. You know, all of this stuff is very, yeah. that's just very, oh, just so dramatic, so Shakespearean, you know. Um, I, I enjoyed, in the end, I enjoyed doing those. I was very worried. I was very nervous about it, you know, because it's a lot of stuff in one day. And it's, um, but I, um, I absolutely enjoyed it. So, like, and the, you know, so there are certain things when you're driving home after work, you guys, I know, feel the same way. And you go, that was a good day. You know, you, you have that. Yeah. Feeling. And I, yeah. I, that's how I felt when I, when I was done with those. I was like, okay, you know, that was, I, I had a good day at work. And I'm happy about that. Because they're not all you know, good Mar- days, you know. Mara, when you, when you look back on your career and, you know, 25 years ago, did you ever think that you would still be doing this? acting and, 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 the, and the subgenre now or were you just did you kind of come in and just be like you know I don't think I'm ever going to leave I love this business right um, you, you really don't know um, but I, what I found what I discovered because you guys know I you know, had my first time when I was quite young and what I, what I discovered it as, as I was going along is that this genre really um, is great for moms it's great for growing a family you're not not you know, you're usually, you go to work in the morning, you're usually wrapped by supper, you're usually home to help with homework and, and give baths and all that stuff. And, and mm-hmm. so I felt so grateful that I was able to do my, the two roles I love most, which are as an actor and as a mother, and, and have that kind of them go hand in hand. It's a, I felt I'm so grateful. And then once you're, once you're, once you're in it, it's, um, it's easier to stay in it, right? Because then people trust you and you can get a job on another show, you know? Um, so I don't, I, I don't know. I was certainly, I love it. And I would never, um, I wouldn't change a thing. Let's put it that way. I wouldn't, I wouldn't change a thing right now. I have the best character on TV um, with, uh, on, on a show that um, is just an, I absolutely everybody. Um, and I just, I feel very, Lucky and fortunate, I, would, I have. I really want to go, especially watching my children in their um, in the theater. That I would love to do, and you know what? I can because I know that Frank would would make sure that I could get out in time to get to rehearsals. And so I'm really. Um, the more I watch my kids on stage, the more I really get the hunger for that piece. But I don't have to trade in Ava to do the to do a part on the stage. So um, I don't know. Did that answer your question? <laughs> yes. Yes, and then okay. So thank you. That's amazing. I, I mean, honestly, as you said in the beginning of this conversation, who would have thought that we would be here, still watching you twenty-five years later, and on a show that's still on the air after all these years, playing this yeah. badass role that we fell in love with in twenty thirteen, and. I, I just I just love what you were able to incorporate with the character of Ava Jerome, and I love your chemistry with Marcus on on the show. That that's incredible to me. Just watching you two offshoot each other is, is amazing. Um, Ryan also said it with William DeVry, Your your interactions with him on the show as Julian. It's just you 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 work alongside incredible people. So I I love watching you do what you do every single day. So I'm very proud for that. 
Oh, thank you so much. That really, that means a lot to me because I know that you guys and you watch every single minute of of every show, essentially. <laughs> so, to, uh, <laughs> to, to, to like me and what I do, it, it just me. It means it means a great deal to me. Thank you. Absolutely. And I think you, you Ryan. Do you have anything else you want to add to? Um, no, honestly, I'm just, my day is made. I, like, I get this hooked <laughs> in the world, so I'm like, I'm yeah, I, don't wanna, I don't want to hold you guys hostage, you know. I, I just wanted to, to call and, and express my gratitude um, for the work that you guys do. It really does take us all to sort of keep the genre re- relevant, you know. You guys know more, just as well as anybody, that it that it has suffered, you know, and um, yeah. it deserves a place and it deserves to stay because it's good storytelling. And I like, I like some talk shows. I'm not a huge fan. And I like, I understand that the overhead might be a little less, but this, this kind of stuff, people do still want to see scripted drama and um, Absolutely. over it was sunny and the ups and downs. And, the, you know, two years ago, every time they saw each other, he was like, I'm going to kill you next time I see you, you know, exactly. Now, yeah. You know, but it, but it, it kind of mirrors life in the way that relationships evolve, people evolve, and people do change, and um, and I and I like that about what these um, writers do. They allow for that. It's not just uh, caricature, you know. Right. Right. And I I love what Dan O'Connor is doing with Chris uh, at the show now. Such a huge change for the show in a positive way. So I'm very happy for that. Oh, and I love you and. Uh, Ava's and Trina's relationship. I don't think we touched on that. I love you working with that actress. That's incredible. Just thought I'd throw that out there. Yeah. Sydney is awesome. I mean, she doesn't need me. She doesn't need to, like, learn from me. You know, Um, I'm not teaching anybody. You know, like, people always think that, oh, uh, you know, take them under your wing and you teach them. I mean, I learn just as much from the young actors as they do from me. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not... I'm not some, I don't know everything. And sometimes I'll see a kid do something. I'm like, wow, that's really smart. I like that. You know, I'm, I'm going to say right. that. <laughs> you know, or, I like um, it. We work, we, work, we work together. There's not like some hierarchy that just because I've been a lot, alive longer, I'm better. You know, that's, that's bullshit. Where we work, uh, we work together. And I, right. I, I love her. I love her family that comes to the studio with. She has a great attitude. She's prepared. Look at her. She's stunning. And she has a really super, super bright future. I can't, I can't wait to watch her. You know, I'll be, I'll be at every movie premiere if she invites me. I'll be everywhere. I love her. <laughs> That's awesome. Listen, you can take us hostage anytime you want to, whenever we're here. <laughs> Thank you. And bring, you na- bring your name up. I- I'm so glad that you were able to join us today for you. I was very happy yeah, for that. Thank you thanks. so much for stopping by. Thank, Thank you, you so my much, dear. Mara. You really are the best. Thank you. That means the world to me. And um, so I'm going to go because I know your show's like over already. So I, I've kept you over and I, and I apologize. So, well, I, like I said, I wasn't. Trust home. me, we've done this before where we've gone <laughs> over. So this is memories for us, for our show. So we've, we've oh, been on I this phone it. for about two hours. So trust me, this is not new territory for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I'm going to go. I'm going to, uh, but I just want to thank you. Is Candace still there? I, um, her call actually dropped. I don't know what happened to her. Oh, it did. But, well, uh, she's yeah. listening. I want to thank her for her her kindness and support over the years as well. And and to you lads, it's it just it's um you know I don't forget it. I am an elephant in that way. 
I will never forget it. And I appreciate you both very, very much. And uh, just for me personally, and also for being champions of, of the genre, which I think is a, it's a worthy cause, you know, to be a champion of. So I'm very grateful to you, to you both. And, and please wash your hands. <laughs> I, know, I know you do. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Absolutely. Why is words of wisdom from Mara West, guys? Wash your hands. Wash your hands for <laughs> like, 20 seconds. Do, it's the only thing they, yeah. Um, but, no, seriously, it, it, joking aside, be well. And, and I know that, um, uh, Navelle, you were saying you still have to go and work and, and all that. Of course, we need you out there, but um, stay safe and, and stay healthy. And we can um, – we got to all be here for each other, right? Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. And we still will be. Thank you yeah. so much. I thank really appreciate this. Thank you so this. much. No, thank you. You're very welcome that I called, but thank you for 25 years of, um, of, of support. It, I, I can never repay you. I can never, ever repay you. So I'm grateful to you forever. And, um, and we'll t- hey, look, we're going to tweet later, right? So I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> absolutely. So we'll, we'll talk, yeah, right, yeah, we'll we'll talk again very soon. Thanks again, boys. I I, I really appreciate you. You too. Thank you so much. Good night, guys. Bye-bye. Good night. Navelle. Ryan. Ryan, what? What do you want to say to me right now? Because you want to say something. What do you want to say? You know, I just, one of the things that we've, you know, you and I, we've, had the opportunities to cover a lot of different things and meet a lot of different people over the years. And we, something you and I have both echoed is that you never really lose that butterfly feeling of when you meet or get to talk to someone that you really like. And I feel like once, once you stop appreciating it, it's time to leave. It's time to hang it up. After everything that we've done over the years, very true to still get butterflies and to still be excited that like we love what we do, man. You know, it's interesting that you said that because I had a question posed to me. This was a while ago, but I still remember it to this day because it, it has been about a, a few years when this was first asked to me because when I would go to the daytime Emmys every year and someone actually said to me, you still, watch you still go and talk to everybody like you you've seen everybody why do you still go and you know I sat there and I paused for maybe like five seconds and I finally answered him I said because I love these people and that's really all I said I love these people I love these people in this industry I've watched this industry as a kid I grew up with with these actors and actresses I'm fans of them. I love them. And if you see me, I mean, obviously you see me when I post the videos up and everything, but if you're standing right next to me, you, you could see my face of how excited I get when I talk to these people, especially of people who I've talked to for many years. I still clam a little bit. I not even a little bit. I clam a lot. And my heart pounds because it's just like, there they are. I'm always looking. I'm going like, who's going to, who's it going to be? Who's it going to be? Who's going to walk down? Who's going to walk down? And I just get so excited. And then when they hit my spot, I'm just mesmerized. I'm mesmerized by all these people, mesmerized by all of them. And I couldn't be more proud of everybody in this industry because they work their asses off. They do. Doing what they love to do. 
to have people like you, like me, like others who appreciate the genre and appreciate the hard work that goes into it and actually know who the people are and not need, a, you know, a handler or a cue card to tell us who the actors are, to know their backstories, to know their, their accolades, to be appreciative and, and celebrate them. It means something. And yeah. there are people who don't appreciate that. You, we started off time where publicists would not return our phone calls, would not return our emails. We had to fight for every single piece of access that we have gotten, and we've had to earn it on our reputation because it's a closed industry. And to be able to have those doors be open and to work with the different shows and actors and organizations over the years, it's a blessing and it's, it's, a, it's a privilege. And it's definitely that. I mean, honestly, you hit that nail on the head. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but obviously, you know, we, we, myself included, have strong feelings about this because it did take so much effort to get to this level of where we are right now for, for a genre that we love and speak about every day. Um, you know, it, it, took, it took a lot to be accepted. It took a lot for us to prove our worth to these actors and actresses and not just them, but also the people who work behind the scenes of the show. Mm -hmm. And it, it, it was definitely, and and in all honesty, it was very trying and you felt giving up at some points. You felt like you weren't going to make this work, but then all of a sudden something happened to where that changed. I don't know what it was, but it changed. And I think it's because someone saw our worth that we actually do love and support these people. Why do we not have a place with other outlets, other media outlets, other people that do the same thing? We're just doing it in a different way. Um, So it was, for me, it was very, cathartic and, and and it was very it was very insightful in a sense because to me I didn't realize I mean I knew how hard it was but I didn't just realize how hard it was to gain to have gained the acceptance um from 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 everybody yeah and yeah you know I as I said, I, I, I said it on this show many a times. And I said it to you on the side. You know, everybody would always say, we're just a blog. What are you really? And I kind of, I get it, but I also go, really? You know what I mean? So it's just kind of, I felt at that point, I just wanted to feel like we were more than just that. And to be honest, I hated thinking that now. Like now, looking back, I should have appreciated that comment more because there is nothing wrong with blogs. Right. Um, so if you ever hear if you're just a blog, accept it. Blogs are awesome. They, they, they work very well. So I can't thank you enough because we started this genre – we started this journey – God, we started this, yeah, 15 years ago, roughly, 
15 years ago we started this this go around with the podcast and everything of the sort. I can't believe it's been 15 years since we've done this. <laughs> and it's incredible yeah. to me that I'm looking back on this and just how far we come in that 15 years. is just absolutely incredible. Uh, I never would have saw any of us being where we are right now, you especially. And it's amazing to me because of how respected you are in the in the soap community i mean let's be honest the soap community can make or break you they either love you or they hate you there's no in between at all they love you or they hate you there's no middle ground if they love you they love you hard they hate you they hate you even harder so (laughs) that's the truth though there's just this like there was no other way around it so it, it was definitely it definitely was amazing to get to this level. I, I enjoy supporting these actors because they get shot on. I I hate that, but in turn, we always have their backs because yep. they do it probably better than anybody else out there. I mean, who goes into a show learning pages of dialogue one day for not one, but possible two shows a day? You right. can't say that when anywhere can, else. When you consider it takes, you know, our primetime shows usually film one episode over two weeks, you know, and right. they're doing multiple episodes a day. You know, it, it, this is the only type of genre where you can see someone into your, you know, you let them into your homes daily. You watch them evolve. You watch them grow as a talent. You watch them become yeah. these new characters and reinvent themselves throughout the years in an ongoing narrative. That is something that's unique to soaps and something unique to this business and people like Mara West are truly, truly one in a million. And the, they just, they make it all worth it. Like she really makes it worth tuning in. And, and I'm just so happy that you invited me. Texted me a couple of weeks ago. was like, Hey, I'm doing this show. You want to do it? I'm like, yeah, you know, anytime you need me, I'm there, especially when it comes tomorrow, but especially when it comes to you, because you are, I have so much respect for you. I'm so much. I'm so proud of everything that you've built over the years. It has been so hard, and I just, I there like this. We're about to enter a brand new chapter, dude, and I'm so excited to see what's next for you and your show and your platform and everything that you have going for you. It's you know it's interesting that uh, Jillian from Detail Confidential reached out to me and. I love this. I love that we're having a post show again. This is great because we get to delve into other topics right now. This is awesome. It brings back so many memories, but it's also good. Um, so obviously for those that did not hear the live show, we have like the extra 30 minutes or more post that. So you get to listen to a little bit more of, of us. And I, I love that. But Jillian reached out to me. She saw that I had been, not around on Twitter as much. And that is true. I mean, honestly, it it, it does stem from work a lot that I'm not really around as much, but I still tend to watch, but I don't tweet about it. Like I'll tweet here and there, but I'm still watching off, off the computer. So it, 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 because I'll get distracted. 
so because I have a lot more to catch up on than everybody else does. So it's kind of like if you're watching it one day, you're kind of just going, all right, I don't want to be disturbed. But I, I, I still watch on the side, guys. But I may not be around every day. And it has been a while since I had a podcast. My last podcast was in November. And even before that, it's been a while. Like, it's been very, very intermittent. And like I said, it was a lot of work because of I wasn't either – I was working a lot, so I wasn't able to do much. But I know last year – well, not last year. That was 2019. 2018 was very – it was a very trying time. It was a lot of stuff going on, and I – personal reasons could not have me do it. Um, people know exactly what those reasons are, but it's just, yeah. it was just a matter of, it was very difficult to do this. And it was a very trying moment. As soon as 2019 hit, I was slowly creeping back up into the fold. It just took a bit because I needed to get settled into my new position in Philly. And once I did, I slowly started going, you know what? I had to do this again. And I slowly started creeping back in, which in turn had me have that interview back in November with Adam Sharp, the president of, of the National Academy of Television Arts and Sciences. And we talked about the daytime Emmys for this year. And when I did that, I was like, dude, I missed the game. I miss it. Miss it. Yeah. And when I did the show last week with Greg, this is the first time I ever had two shows in a week's time. That's never happened in a recent in a recent uh, year and a half. And I was just like, wow, wow that's that's normal. That was normal for me. And I feel that this was my escape. This show was amazing to me, and it still is. And the fact that I was able to do this again. I miss it and I need to do more of it. So I do expect to do more of these shows. I just need to figure out who I want here. Uh, <laughs> there's a lot, there's a lot, there's a lot of people who I have not talked to in a long period of time that I would love to have back on the yeah. show again. I mean, I know that obviously I would love to have Melody Thomas Scott on the show in, by, by summer because that's when her book um, comes out on the shelves. Mm -hmm. So we definitely want to have her here to promote the book. Mo's book, Maurice Bernard, um, he's been on the show several times. And I may have said on Twitter, now don't get me wrong, I may have said on Twitter, I hate Sonny, but you never heard me say, I hate Mo. I'm a lo I exactly. love me Mo. I love me some Mo. Everyone, great, knows, I, everyone knows I love me some Mo. But there are times where Sonny pisses me off. So, <laughs> <laughs> so he does well, know that. I, but to whatever future guests that you have and, and doing this with you sort of, this is the first show I've done podcast I've done since before Christmas. Okay. We've been on hiatus at TV source, you know? So this kind of, you know, we've been talking about what we're going to do, how we're going to reformat things for the new season. And sure. between that and just, you know, not having enough time, but this, it, it, once you get back into it, it all like everything kind of shakes off. The nervousness it goes comes away. Back. It does. Yeah, I, and it does that. Yeah. And it does that when I go out to the Emmys as well. It it brings it all back, and it really does. But it's just like, oh my god, when am I gonna have time to do this? This and this and this and this. But then you make time because you want to do that. So, I think last year was finally when it opened up 
a lot of me wanting to branch back into it because I finally was in a place where I felt comfortable and I didn't feel overworked. I didn't feel over anxious and all this other stuff. I finally was at a place where I was like, I can finally sit here and finally get this back into play. And then, as you just said, I mean, this will be my first time going to a Comic-Con. Not the major one in San Diego, obviously, but we have Comic-Cons in Philadelphia. I'm now going there as press for the first time this year in September, September 4th through 6th at the Greater Philadelphia Comic-Con at the Philly Expo Center. And I get to do that event, which I will be posting about on my website, but also I'll do a podcast about it because obviously... Uh, one of the uh, one of the things that they have asked is that they would appreciate if we did a piece on 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 the event before we go. So we're gonna do a pre a pre post and a post post, and we'll do a a podcast about that. So that's definitely gonna be exciting. There's gonna be two of them, so I'm looking forward to that. Uh, we also will once the daytime Emmys comes once the daytime Emmy nominations comes out. We will be here doing a show for that. Ryan, you are invited, obviously. we Once that day comes, we'll talk about the nominations on the show. Um, obviously, Thank I'll you. probably ask some other people to come on, but Ryan, you are definitely going to be here. Ryan, your phone cut out. I knew your phone was going to cut out, but uh, I'm glad I got that invitation to you before your phone cut out. So we will be back for a DMME show. We will be doing a show to celebrate Laurel Wright's 15th anniversary at General Hospital this November. That's right. She celebrates 15 years for playing the role of Carly on General Hospital. She's the longest person. She is the longest. I'm saying this wrong. She has played the role the longest. There we go. I was going to get it right eventually. So, November 2005 is when she first premiered as Carly on General Hospital. She left the role of Cassie Lane that same year and that same month. So we were going to we are going to be celebrating you, Laura, in November. 15 years at General Hospital. You started in the daytime scene in 1991. Um, my God, we're going to have a 30th anniversary show for you. So maybe we'll just lump it into one thing. How about we do that? Maybe we could do that. I'll think about it. I'll think about it. I'll, I'll get back to you. But yes, we're gonna celebrate. We're gonna celebrate thirty years of Lar. How about that? We're gonna celebrate thirty years of Lar. No wait. Does, yeah, thirty years of Lar. Uh, so look out for that. So maybe we'll do thirty years of Lar. Fifteen years, Carly. No, no, no. We'll 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 think we'll think of something. But we'll definitely be back for more shows. I just got to figure out who I want to bring a, a part of the show. So definitely stay tuned for that. Keep. Keep loving Mara. I see your tweets coming in still for Mara 25. I'm loving them. I'm going to retweet and favor them soon. But thank you guys so much for being a part of this tonight. Thank you for sending me all your memories. I didn't get to all of them on the air, but I it did not go unnoticed. So I appreciate all of you. Thank you to Ryan for stopping by, Candice for coming on, and especially Mara West. Thank you so much for joining me tonight. It was absolutely incredible to celebrate you. That's going to do it for me tonight, though. I'm so excited I was able to be back here. But we will be back for another show for sure. My name is Isabel J. Lee, making sure you keep getting the latest buzz with Buzzworthy Radio by logging on to our website at buzzworthyradiocast.com. We're also on Twitter at Buzzworthy Radio, and you can like us on our Facebook page. We'll see you guys next time. Take care, all. From Twitter to iHeartRadio, Buzzworthy is everywhere. 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 
miss the show, log on to BuzzworthyRadioCast.com for past shows and videos of some of your favorite stars. Stay connected to Buzzworthy Radio.